Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hot off the pot, I'm Slud Whistle! Off the pot? <laughs> um, well, I am Immunization, hello. Too cool to touch! I'm Aaron, Fire Magic Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Ooh, look out, I'm too hot and you're too cold. If we touch, Horde Bus is gonna crack! Shattered! Much like, uh, the wow-verse was when Blizzard announced this hot news we got about the presence of Season 4 of Mythic Plus, PvP, and raiding in Shadowlands, baby. Okay, I'm super excited for this because everybody was like, this expansion is just gonna be like Warlords where there's nothing to do for nine months, and I can't believe it. They found something to give us for those nine months. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about, is this the first time in our history that there have been multiple seasons in a patch? I think so, because normally the seasons corresponded pretty well with a new major patch, right? And then, like, because they normally would involve, like, a new raid. That was, like, the whole reason for yeah. another season-type deal. Yeah, so they they basically just took a lesson from their WoW Classic team that was doing, like, here's, here's how we make this old game fun. Season of Mastery. All your hairdos are flipped upside down, and you get extra abilities or whatever. I don't know what they did with Season of Mastery, but I'm assuming it's something like that. Whoa, all the hairdos are flipped upside down? That's pretty lit. You could The, the Varian one would make you so tall. <laughs> Actually, can you even... Do, is, was the Varian one in vanilla? I, I guess he wasn't, so probably not. Yeah, I, I forget that some of the stuff wasn't added until later. And then you have the, like, balding human ones where it's bald on the top and then, like, Hulk Hogan type along the side. So, like, if that was upside down, would it just be hovering above your head like a like a three-quarters uh, halo? Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, it would, just be, it would just be blowing up like you were in one of those money-grabbing machines, but all the time. <laughs> That's the season of mastery, baby! I, I, I will say I am a little bit concerned, just a little bit concerned, because they're changing the dungeon pool for Mythic Plus completely during Season 4. You're not going to be running a Mists. You're not going to be running a Theater of Pain. You're going to be running Tazavest, Streets of Wonder, Tazavest, Soleil's Gambit, Operation Mechagon, Junkyard and Workshop, Return to Karazhan, Lower and Upper, and we're going to be voting, currently are voting... For two dungeons to be added from Warlords of Draenor. The greatest expansion that you've ever played. And I can confidently say that because you stopped playing in Wrath. <laughs> you know, we've we've always said, like, stand by. It's like, this, 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 our, this our expansion, we're going to stand by him. And, like, you know, <laughs> it's really funny, though, because, like, I feel like Wad... And so I've seen that through a few times now for BFA even. People are doing that thing where it's like been long enough since it's been live that they are forgetting how much that they and everyone else adamantly said that it was the worst thing ever. And now they're like, I kind of miss BFA. Wad was pretty good. It's so funny because I was thinking about it and I'm like, ever since we've been playing this game, all we've heard was this current expansion is ass. This current expansion is ass. Like, four times in a row now. This is literally since the beginning of time, right? Mm -hmm. People have been saying this for every expansion that's ever come out. Yeah, but, um, anyway, so, like, the, the season four 
Mythic Plus pool. Yeah, this is what they're doing. Two from each of the last expansions back until Draenor. And I, I guess let's just talk about all those. Like, Tajavesh, whatever. I'm like, we have those in Mythic Plus now. So I'm kind of vibing with it. Um, I actually kind of like them, and I feel like they'll get better once I understand them a little more. So all I can say of that is that the way they split it was obviously the market, and then when you start jumping around, that's the other one. The other one is a lot of fun. I like Hilbrand and Solea and all that. I I can't imagine markets being that fun because that's really also that's like six bosses. I'm pretty sure that seems like a lot to put in one zone, and then the other half just has three. Yeah, Solea's gambit is definitely short. Um, and if you do it successfully, I feel like it might have taken Mist's place for possibly the shortest of the current dungeons. You don't even have to run a maze. The the toughest thing was like, which straight line are we going to Ugh. take through the Murlocs? Yeah, it's pretty nice. And it's this is also it's it's really funny because they're like, listen, okay, so we have these mega dungeons that none of y'all played in any of these expansions. Y'all are gonna play our shit. We worked on this. You're gonna look at these. No the Mechagon? Congrats. You're all the Mechagon for a whole season now. Honestly, I am terrified of having to go back to Upper Karazhan. I'm gonna cry again, I think. <laughs> I don't even know how one would do that. Like, what civilization is close to Karazhan even that you'd have to port into to get there? That's the thing I just realized. With all these old dungeons, oh. we're going to have to actually hoof it there. They're going like, to... Operation Mechagon? You have to fly to Mechagon now! They're probably going to give us portals, but I actually would rather they don't give us portals. So everybody who's like, I wish they would reuse the old world can shut up, because you're getting it. You're going to have to go out there, buddy. Good luck. Yeah, you want them to use the old world? Fucking hoof it to Karazhan for your M plus RIO rating. Like, come on, let's go. Clap, clap. That's probably the easiest one, though, right? You just take the Stormwind Portal in Oribos, and then you just I guess, fly over. Yeah, because it's, it's just by Dusk Haven or whatever, that area. So that's not bad. I think Mechagon has to be the worst. I think, actually, the Warlords ones are... Whoever well, has a Garrison Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I do think that Mechagon is the hardest, because Mechagon, remember, was hardest to get to when we were based in Boralus, even. That flight from Boralus to Mechagon still took forever. Wait, was there was there an item that we used to get there faster? I don't even remember. No, I just I just had my thing there. I had my Hearthstone set there. Did they undo the rep grind you needed to get there? Because that could be a whole thing if they didn't, right? Because you couldn't just go to Mechagon. You had to do the whole quest line. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you had to do the intro quest line where you got zapped and you and the guide were the only people who made it through. Huh. Okay, and then most importantly, which two Warlords dungeons are we picking as a group? We gotta we gotta work on the I know Aaron already voted probably. I okay. already did. Yes I did, so I will go oh. last. Okay, well I was gonna say we should brainstorm uh DNR's official endorsements of which two that we are saying that we collectively should vote for. But Aaron's already voted, so I mean I mean I guess we could still collectively endorse two that's different than what in, in each individual ones of us will say. Yeah. I, I I guess you know what, so I'm gonna reverse the curse of what I just said because it has less impact because it already happened. I voted for, of course, DNR favorite the sky reach. And then I voted for why did I want to say the Iron Train? <laughs> the Iron Caboose. The one uh, on the a train. Grim Rail Depot. Grim Rail Depot. Those are the two I picked. 
Oh, that's the one that's missing. Because I was like, which one's missing? Iron Docks isn't here. Why isn't Iron Docks here? Iron Docks is here. Like, go to the actual is it? hole. Yeah. Oh, it is here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, She's okay. She's from Dirty Docks. She trifling. Uh, that's they I'm missed saying. one on Wildhead. Way to go, Squishy. <sighs> Slipping. Anyways, so the, the options that we can choose from to vote for two are Akindun, the Blood Maw Slag Mines, Everbloom, Grimrail Depot, Iron Docks, Shadow Moon Burial Grounds, Skyreach, and Upper Black Rock Spire. Well, I'm definitely voting for Skyreach. That's not even a question. Uh, I had the poll up right now. I can see what the results are. Oh, God. Did it do it already? Did it take my vote? Please don't. Okay. Yeah, my, mine are... Mine only showed up after I'd already voted, so it sounds like it was just on immune because you fat figured your way into a vote. No, I'm still here. I have Skyreach. I don't know what to do for my last one. Part of me wants to do Everbloom, but then I think I would really regret that when I would have to do it on Mythic Plus. Okay, so I'm thinking about these other ones. I almost want to say Akindun so that we have like a Draenei themed one. That'd be cool. But then also. I've always just really liked the Shadow Moon burial, burial Grounds, so I think those are the two that I'm debating between. Because if we're being honest here, I think enough people are going to vote for Grimrail Depot that it's just going to be a lot insta-lock for one of one of the two it anyways. Is, it is, at the moment, utterly destroying all the competition. Most other things were getting like 20%. It was getting 42% of the vote when I voted two days ago, but maybe that's changed. And you know what? That's interesting, because I've been thinking about Grimrail Depot, and I don't think it'll be a good Mythic Plus dungeon. No, I actually think it'd be really annoying. Uh, like, imagine, like, trying to, like, load into the cannons, and then, like, there's some twisters mm. surrounding you, and then... <laughs> or, like, explosives and tornadoes like, in that area. Like, good luck getting to them. There's lots of mobs. It really stinks, because it's a cool dungeon dragged down by the one turret boss. Like, I'm like, oh I don't God. know if I want to do, even though I, I literally did vote for it. But now thinking post-nut clarity, I'm like, I don't think I want to mess around. That turret boss is annoying enough on heroic. Yeah, and you're just there forever. And if you're the only one doing it, you're like, please, God, somebody help me. Okay, so remind me again which one Upper Black Rock Spire is. Okay, so I just checked this one off. This is the one that has Leroy in it, where he's like, I have some chicken now. It has... Iron Horde Warlord, Lady, Warlord yeah, Zayla, Zayla, who screams at you from up above in like the like that metal rectangle, and the dragons come by and breathe fire on you and like shoot fireballs at you. And again, I think it also would be horrible in Mythic Plus, but I think all of these would be. I've been running all of these this week, and I'm like, I don't think I want any of these to be in the pool. I mean, I when I'm, when I'm okay. So if I'm considering which one actually probably would be decent slash okay for Mythic Plus, Blood Maul Slug Mines probably would be okay. But I think it's overall kind of boring. Yeah, the like there's also that factor, like Blood Maul Slag Mine, uh, Shadow Moon, Akindun. I consider those all really easy. Like they're straightforward. You don't have to do sick tricks or jumps. But easy does not make a fun experience, especially for like. Akindun, which it's cool. It's cool to see Draenei, but that's literally go half a circle, then yeah. go the other half the circle. It's like wait for some of that time. So I voted for Upper Blackrock Spire and Skyreach, and I don't like the current results right now that I'm looking at. I don't like them. So the current top two in the poll is Grimrail Depot, as Aaron said, and then 
uh, it's creeping up there for a close second is Iron Docks now. And that's the one where mm-hmm. you, like, load into the giant iron stars and run things over, right? It's, like, the yep. most efficient one. The like, one that you can, like, most efficiently, like, get through. It's probably why it's on here. It's it's the smallest raid, I think, other than Akindun. Like, in physical size, you go the least amount of steps in it. I, I just feel like, I feel like if we're doing two dungeons, I feel like these two should be... Mutually exclusive. We shouldn't get Grimrail Depot and Iron Docks. Yes. They're kind of yes. visually similar, right? Like the same. Yes, vibe. I was just about to say they have the same vibe. Like I can I can cross my eyes and they look exactly the same while I'm in there. Okay, so we're three for three on agreeing that Skyreach is one of each of our votes. So that's one of DNR's official picks, obviously. Slide voted for Upper Black Rock Spire and Aaron voted for Grimrail Depot. And I think I would vote for the Shadow Moon Burial Grounds as my other one. Okay, so basically what we want you guys to do is vote Skyreach. Yeah. And don't vote for one of the other t- for the other top two. Don't vote Grimrow Depot. Don't vote Iron Docks. Let's get a Skyreach up there. If you can keep two votes to Skyreach, that's <laughs> perfect. Blood Maul Slag Mines has 12% of the vote. Which is Yeah, that, that guy was getting waffle stomped in a major way. And I was like, oh, come on. But also, I remember running it. It's not fun. I, I think it's easy. I mean, I, thinking about this, I, every single dungeon, there's a sore spot where you can get stuck. I feel like all of these. But okay, but, uh, for reference, the, the depot is at 41%. Iron Docks is at 33%. Mm. Upper Black Rock Spire, 29%. So I feel like, in re- realistically speaking, Blackrock Spire has the most chance to shake this up, probably. Because Skyreach is, like, almost, it's 11% behind second place. I, I mean, we can, if we start advertising it in, like, trade chat, <laughs> guild chat, vote for Skyreach. The Arakoa needs your help today. It's been ages since you've been to the Skyreach. Go... <laughs> it's been ages since you've been to the general discussion voting box for picking two dungeons of uh, Warlords of Draenor to be added to season four of uh, the Mythic Plus season. I will personally hop on Rukon. I will pilot him somehow and pick people up one by one to put them in the sky reach. I, I, I just want to say that line every single time you get into one of these dungeons. And I, being able to have that in current WoW, retail can have the sky reach in the fucking dungeon pool. We gotta do it. I will say though, <laughs> on the one part of the dungeon where it's windy and you need to like make your way up there without the birds hitting you, imagine being there with tornadoes or explosives. <laughs> it's pretty bad. So I was kind of I was hoping there were comments I could like look at, but you know they're smart. They locked it. <laughs> but then I see. Suggested topics. Grilled cheese sandwiches and wow. Huh. Butterbean from the Turtle Beach Surf Club says, When you are making grilled cheese sandwiches prior to a night of playing World of Warcraft, do you use sliced cheddar, sliced American, or that amazing individually wrapped American singles cheese product? Or something different. Also, margarine or butter. Okay, I just want to say, Butterbean, come on. I don't know that I've ever heard somebody describe the individually wrapped American slices as, quote, amazing, unquote. I will say, their chemical composition when melting on a grilled cheese is amazing. I don't like meeting a slice of American, like, 
just out in the wild. Ugh. But it but it is the best grilled cheese cheese. Sharp cheddar is the answer. Brislotti responded and says, If I'm making grilled cheese, I ain't looking to get fancy. And they quoted the uh, American Singles. So they're a big American Singles fan. And then it gets to this. So Butterbean, remember, Butterbean said margarine or butter, right? As in, like, the, what you make the sandwich with. Brizoldi says, the correct answer is mayonnaise. Mayonnaise! Mm. No, it's a thing people do. What? I've heard of it, but I, my body is not strong enough. Yeah, the, literally, Butterbean says, i never heard of that before. And Brizoldi says, try it, it'll change your life. Bearded Blark says, male not as disgusting as you think. Well, I'm learning a lot today. Even there's a video here of Elmer Fudd eating a grilled cheese and mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> anyway, that's what's happening at the farms right now. Get your vote in for Skyreach. Get your vote in for <laughs> grilled grilled mayonnaise sandwiches. Mayo you don't even or no need mayo? The cheese. Just put mayo between two slices of bread and toast it up. Uh, wait. So when are you gonna vote? I mean, what are you waiting for? Okay, fine. I, I just don't even think I'm logged in on there to do it. Oh shit! Do it now, wait, Come NA, on. wait, guys. NA voting and EU voting is different. Mm. The Europeans might save us. <laughs> wait, the the Luxembourgians, ever Luxembourg, everyone, put your hands to the sky and then click on your Bnet subscription. Only you can save the Skyreach. I have bad news for everybody here. <laughs> Europe is voting the exact same way. Grid ah. Depot, Iron Docks, Upper Blackrock Spire. But they don't like Skyreach. <laughs> Everbloom is fourth. Dude is fifth. Skyreach is sixth on Europe. They don't like them. Ugh, those stinky cheese eaters. What do they know? <laughs> <laughs> my, my relationship with vague parts of Europe? Over. But I I love that both uh, regions have the slag mines at last place. Oh, oh! Quick, immune. <laughs> Leverage your family ties in the Oceana area. They're our last hope. Have them save us. You know, I have a lot of family there, and they all add me on Facebook. So maybe I'll just post on Facebook. They're probably the only ones that really interact with me on there, anyways. So I, I have officially <laughs> cast my votes for Skyreach and the burial grounds, so. though. Okay, good stuff. Okay, well, now we're talking about some spoiler stuff, and it's a lot of spoiler stuff. We got 925 stuff being data mined, so if you don't want to listen to this stuff, I get the fuck out of here. That's your only warning. Because this is something... Okay, bye. Aaron hasn't even heard this yet. No, I have not. Yeah, so there is... Well, I think we, we may have spoken about, some, uh, about a raven appearing in Ouroboros in the PTR at some point. Do you remember that, Aaron? Yes, I do. And people are like, oh my god, it's Medivh! Or it could be Cadgar. And then Slide and I had a which, which withered is best fight. <laughs> well, I, is this an answer, though? I don't think, because like, people were saying that the Raven couldn't be either of them. So it was a theory or something? I don't know. Pe- people also said Medivh was Talgalon. But other yeah. than one thing where he was like, I remember being alive. I don't know if it had that much weight. So Jaina is chatting with Cadgar in Ouroboros in 925. 
fucking he just is he just an orbos. <laughs> he just shows up. He just shows like, up. I slipped through the portal right before it closed. Um, okay, so he it, their whole conversation is as such. Cadgar says, Hello, Jaina. And Jaina says, Cadgar, it's great to see you again. When we last parted, I regret that. And Cadgar says, Those were perilous times. The Legion's attack, then the war. I think we both needed to find our own way through. I have no hard feelings. Only friendship. Okay, kind of creepy. Jaina says, I feel this. That, that motherfucker's a dreadlord. <laughs> right, I know, right, I've right? Known, I've known Cadgar for years. He doesn't talk like that. It's exactly, it's exactly what I thought. Um, so Jaina says, I feel the same, but surely you didn't come all the way to the Shadowlands just to find me. Cadgar says, no. <laughs> First of all, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> so the the cutscene ends. That's it. <laughs> she's like, "Ouch, ouch, Ma Walker." <laughs> she's like, "I know how to put a bitch in her place." <laughs> no, for years I've read about this place in Medivh's books. I stood atop Karazhan and caught glimpses through the veil. I suppose I wanted to gaze upon the realms of death with mine own eyes before. And Jaina cuts him off and says, Is everything alright, Cadgar? And Cadgar turns to the camera and says, I feel the weight of years upon me, Jaina. The burdens carried. The choices made. Hmm. Forgive the musings of an old man. I think I'll look around and see these Shadowlands a bit. See what wonders I can find. I've heard tales of conniving brokers, a city of secrets, and a land of ancient knowledge. How intriguing. And Jaina says, Sounds like you'll be keeping quite busy. Just don't leave without saying goodbye. I've missed you, old friend. And Cadgar says, Count on it, Jaina. Be seeing you. What the fuck? Is that weird or is that kind of weird? So I feel like my and a lot of other people's takeaway from this was the part about him talking about his age. And some people are already, like, jumping to some conclusions, thinking, does this mean that, you know, time moved differently on Azeroth while we were all in the Shadowlands? Or does it have to do with the aging curse that was on him? Yeah, because in his actual years, he's only in his mid-50s, right? Yeah, he's, um, I think somebody in the comments, okay, here we go. Tyserinius Tyresinus says... If Cadgar hasn't been in the Shadowlands until now, then who is the Watchful Raven that's been hanging out in Orbos, Medivh? And he goes, old man, in quotes, Cadgar is about 48 years old, only 11 years older than Jaina. Hmm? Hmm? I do think, I, I, I still hope that it's a whole thing where, you know, we, we go back to Azeroth and then it's like, 40 years have passed since we last saw you all. And, like, the decision that he's talking about is not joining us to come to Shadowlands. <laughs> I would I would love that. That'd be so good. Fucking Dagrin Thrasian truly has led, or truly has ruled the Dark Iron. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good batch of comments here. Oh, no, Khadgar's gonna die of old age, isn't he? And somebody says, so is the Shadowlands, like, a vacation spot now, or what? Someone says, he sounds more like he's kind of depressed. <laughs> Is he going to kill himself? Thank you for not adding the name of the character to the title, Wildhead. Okay. Oh, so Cadgar can fly in Orbos, but not us, huh? That's cool. Like, Jesus. 
so many different <laughs> takeaways from this. But, like, I guess it's true. Like, I guess there is just casually just open portals to connect them both ways. So he's probably like, oh, I mean, I guess I'll go to Or... Yeah, why not? I'll go to Orbos. He's like, I decided to take the trip to Stormwind and then just go through the portal that I knew was there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of these magical places are allegedly like, no one can breach the gap between them. But once we're there and a couple may just set up a portal, it's like, okay, we've punched that hole permanently now. Like, even though the big portal above ICC is closed, it's still like, we still have the keys. And we will visit you a lot, by the way. <laughs> you fucked up, Talgalon, by allowing us to stay here. We're going to be eating your nachos for the rest of time. Oh, do you mind if I have a nacho? Get your own nachos. Ha 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 ha, Talgalon! These are mine, nachos! I think I'll eat my eight peanuts in peace then. I mean, it's pretty peaceful over there in Corthia, I assume, because no one's there anymore. Have you seen my dog? <laughs> That's what no one has pieced together. Talgalon is both the reincarnation of that specific Torin, not the real boy, the Torin, and Joel, our roommate from college. I think we just cracked the code. Love you, Have Joel. You seen Long time my listening. anime mouse pad. <laughs> Have you seen my kitchenware I'm hiding underneath my bed? <laughs> kitchenware that we could really appreciate. We have like one pan for five boys. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's something. It's weird, right? It's kind of weird. It's kind of wild. Yeah, I wonder if it actually will tie into anything, or if this is just a, like, listen, like, listen a while longer type deal. I hope we get to ride his stick around. <laughs> but yes, it could, probably what I would imagine, and this is based on nothing, is Cadgar's like, mm, blah, 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 I'm gonna eat some popcorn and look around here. And then when 10.0 is developed, it's like, oh, hey, guess what? And he flips around and he has like a, a notice from the Dragon King, and it's like, this is what I came here to bring. Yeah, that's probably it. The Dragon King. Hey, guys, it's me, the Dragon King. You never heard of me, but that's not a prerequisite anymore. <laughs> I'm the Dragon King, baby. All I need is one cutscene to build up, and you all know who I am. Oh, my God, it's the Dragon King. Maybe you know my brother, Zoval, the Dragon King's <laughs> brother. I, I did tell him approximately a patch ago that I was on the way to end all of eternity. <laughs> I, I did send him a text message through a magical portal. I hope he didn't go over dramatic with it. He was always a drama kid. <laughs> wow, the Dragon King confirmed the villain of 10.0. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Zoval was right all along. But... Did you guys also see that this week they hotfixed, patched, threw in a few things regarding Solas and Cinders? I saw today. You get a bunch of them now. I've got some bones to pick with this Soul Ash slash Soul Cinders. Well, go on. Go on, pick them. Pick them. Oh, I'm gonna pick them. I hold my... 
mustache. Um, okay, so so okay. so with the I'm, with, I'm gripping onto the mustache okay, now. Just, hold on to it tight. With the increase, he's actually hanging onto my lip. With the increase of the soul ash and the soul cinders, I'm going to talk funny. You can now use cosmic flux to buy soul ash and soul cinders. You can spend three thousand cosmic flux to buy exactly what you would need for a two ninety one legendary. Well, you would also need the additional flux, I believe, right? But but it's five. You get fifty one fifty soul ash, and you get sixteen fifty cinders for spending three k cosmic flux, and that's fine. That's great. Now, in this picture on Wowhead. Uh, that Monster Mixon provided, according to the credits here. Bag of Explored Souls is the item you're spending flux for. Mm-hmm. And it, the item text reads as, This bag contains remnants of the lost from Torghast. Enough soul ash and soul cinder for the rune carver to craft a powerful legendary item. Okay, did you guys realize that soul ash was literal? And that's a dead dude we picked up in Torgas and we put him into a fucking piece of clothes? You know, it's very much so there. The name of both, like, Soul Cinders and Soul Ash. It, it's right in front of us, but I didn't think yeah. much about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to loop this off the floor in the middle of Torgas and then stuff it into my little bag and bring it to the, uh, the like, the Primus. And then he's going to, like, uh, turn it into, like, uh, a belt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? You do get more the more you kill in there. So it's literally just, yeah, you you scooped up more dead man juice, and he's like, wow, that's a lot of juice. That's weird. Also, do you need to be, is there a prerequisite for that? Because maybe I, maybe it hasn't been implemented yet, because I looked on Booty ATW, and that was not an option. Not even, yeah, like, Yeah, it's honored with out. the Enlightened. Ah, I see. It was hot, and it was hot fix an hour thirty eight minutes ago. So if you weren't looking, ah, uh, I see. <laughs> I definitely was not looking. So yeah, they're just really upping the opportunities for legendaries, which I mean, they kind of have to with double legendaries being a thing. I, I kind of don't understand though. They're doing all this, which is great, but they're not doing anything to alleviate the base item costing an arm and a leg. Like, how can regular players afford to, like, get all the legendaries for everybody? You simply, you just can't without buying a lot token. I I bought a ring for Booty ATW, and it was, and granted, she's not overly played, but it was 80% of my money. I have, like, 30k left, and because I spent 120 of it on ring. Yeah, um... This is a big reason why on both of my characters, my priest and my hunter, I'm just using Unity as a belt. I'm not going to craft it anywhere else. Well, well, partially because I know that I, I'm just not getting any tears, you know? Like, no no tear anywhere, and I don't need to worry about crafting it anywhere else for a while. <laughs> I spent an arm and a leg to get my druid legendaries, my feral druid legendaries picked up. And it's like, well, congrats, your your damage is going to suck at max level compared to everybody else's because you don't have the best, like, combination of things. And it's like, what I spent all this money for? Why did it have to cost money in the first place? Why was it just, like, maybe not free, but, like, they could they could put in a component that you could grind for or make it, like, 2,000 Pogopoke bucks. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, anything to help us out here. 
I mean, I think the answer is the three of us should probably just, like, each take some kind of crafting next expansion so that we can make our own things and then make it cheaper for us, at least. Because a lot of it is just people marking things up. I mean, like, they also don't want to have to farm the mats and stuff to do it, which makes sense. But, you know, it's just always like this at the beginning of a new patch. You, you, you kidding me? I ain't never giving up alchemy. My, my potions last two hours. <laughs> You're gonna have to pry that from my cold, dead hands. I mean, that's nice, it, though, it, because it, those things cost a lot of money right now. They're like 800 gold. Wait, ex except that the, I only typically drink them on raid nights when they are offered for free. And we <laughs> we can receive two of them. Yeah, I ain't to change my professions because the inscriptionist sucks as usual. But it's weird because, like, Legion Legendaries, they were on the vendor. And, yeah, the drop chance might not happen. I guess, I guess, you know what? You know who got us here? We did. The player base got us here. Because before it was, your Legendary might or might not drop your item. Or it's like, well, you can spend a lot of money to get the base item. And you can get the rest of it from there. So, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know what's worse. This one I can afford to do, so I'm okay with it. I'm thinking about the little people. I mean, like, okay, so I bought a max level booties for my hunter, and I had to send money to him for my priest, and my priest dropped below one mil gold for the first time since uh, an expansion oh, and a half no. ago. I know, I know. Are this you is okay? Like, <laughs> this is very much so like, a, oh my god, my money. I'm like, where is it all gone? I'm not like a six-figure wealthy person anymore but like no it's just weird so i'm like daddy I... daddy i have to see all the numbers now it's not just one with million after it it's just gross <laughs> i know i just feel dirty like all these peasants so like like the peasant i was i like hoofed it to revendreth and like mined for an hour to try to recoup <gasps> a little bit of my wealth no he did though he actually was i was like what are you doing and he was like <laughs> I, I was like what are you doing and he was like i'm mining uh, I need to make money back. And I was like, you're doing what? You're doing <laughs> it's peasant good, work? It's a good thing you weren't on war mode or else I would have killed you. <laughs> Ain't nobody mining out here except for robots. Ugh. No, I, it felt really weird, though. And I was like, I don't even know how to do this whole farming thing. Um, <laughs> it, I don't know. I guess just like I just passively made enough money to do everything I needed to do over the years. Um, And this, this legendaries, they're the biggest hit in a long time, I feel like. I'm sorry, guys. I have breaking news. Three minutes ago, from our girl, Jamie Lee Curtis's Act Trivia. Uh, sorry, Activity. Our trivia team name is Jamie Lee Curtis's Act Trivia. <laughs> Three minutes ago. So, is this a modern in incarnation, or is is this the group chat from 2014? I'll have you know that Jamie Lee Curtis's Act Trivia played a game last Thursday. <laughs> Thank you very much. I see. But like, we I'm, will just, I'm just not involved in this modern incarnation, so I'm not I'm not Wrong. kept abreast of everybody's involved from past and present. We are all one hive mind. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to officiate her daughter's wedding as Jaina Proudmore. Proud of I'll applaud too. That's neat. There's literally a Jimmy Kimmel clip on Wellhead. This is really bizarre to look at. Like <laughs> to see this. <laughs> Very weird, but, like, that's cool. I mean, like, I know that in the past she's also cosplayed as past, as, like, wow things, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was her, she, her she is, went to the Warcraft premiere as like vague necromancer. I think she was her character. She was her orc warlock, I think is what she was. There's one comment <laughs> on this thing. Cool, I guess. Don't worry, I added mine. Let's go, Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> so when Jamie looks at it, she has one vote of apathy and one vote of support. That's enough to get her through. Why did I almost write, this topic was covered on Do Not Relent Podcast. But that's how I get banned from <laughs> Wildhead, because Squishy hates uh, uh, night elves. Although, who knows how much longer you'll be a night elf. What with all these ch-ch-ch-changes. Yeah. That's also... Oh, I want to talk about that. We're talking about the voting for the um, the Season 4 Dungeons. I was... It was like 3 in the morning. I had off like 3 days last week. It was so great. No. Well, I had off yesterday too. And I was playing uh, Time Walking Dungeons, which is World of Draenor. For like... I was doing it like, for like an hour or two. It was like 3 in the morning. I was high as fuck. And I was like, holy shit. I'm doing these on the character that was doing these dungeons like seven years ago. Seven years ago. That's so long. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the same for me, too, because I'm maining technically my hunter, which was my main back in WAD. That's just, it's just really fucking bizarre. And I'm like, yeah, skip the spider. Skip the spider. We're not doing the spider to ever bloom. Keep it going. Keep moving. Which is funny, so like, if Everbloom somehow is one of the two that's added, would you think Spider Boss will be included in the in the in what you have to kill in order for the dungeon to be completed? Well, yes, because we have an answer for this. Because the in Legion, there was that boss you could skip in Red Nature area, the dragon that people would just yep. leave. What what the fuck dungeon is that? What is that name of that mob? <laughs> dark Dark Heart Thicket. There we go. Also, the only thing I will say though is that boss from Dark Heart Thicket was listed as like a bot. It wasn't a bonus one. It's just everyone skipped it. That spider is not even listed on the boss. Oh, thing. really? It's, it's yeah. It's it's a a throwback to the classic era where it's like these are the three bosses you should fight and these are the four bonus ones you can. For whatever reason, Everbloom just had one. Huh, I never knew that. It's actually kind of weird. <laughs> Who knows if it'll even still be there. They might, for efficiency, or for to ease confusion, just be like, Spider doesn't exist Or anymore. they add it in officially as a competitor. You know who else is a competitor? My good friend Growlimbo. Growl, take it away. Greetings, listeners. Susan T. Wittenbone here. I've decided to shake up the format a bit for this one. Figured I'd stretch my little legs for a spell. Anywho, I'm here today with Donbus. Don, what dungeon would you vote for for this fourth mythic season? No restrictions. Well, I know it's not on the table for consideration, but I'd do anything to play the Pit of Sauron again. Ew! Yuck! No way! That one's the pits! Literally! Why would you want that? I feel like it's a real challenge. You actually have to know what you're doing to pit. Not like the lame straight line dungeons we have now. Normally I humble the guests and agree on a point they bring up, 
But that's just... That's just not correct. You... Now look what you've done. Your words were so frightening to me that it activated my fight or flight and I transformed back. Please take some time, think things over, get some help, and go vote for Skyreach. I can assure you, I will not. Well, you can't blame a girl for trying. Until next we meet, it's been me, your girl Growl. Well, we're back! Fresh from the fight! Uh, throwing you some more jokes and stuff for 20 to 30 minutes. Here we are. We, uh, we made some more progress in Raid this week, didn't we? Yeah, we keep moving forward. Technically. Yeah, so our group now is, I believe, nine bosses out of the 11 bosses. Mm -hmm. We, last night, downed the... Lords of Dread, and started pulling on Rygalon a little bit just to see see it. And we officially and got Andy. Anduin down. That was, that's the yeah, big there one, you yeah. Go. Yeah, good old Andy fell over. All those nerfs and the double legendary boost really just worked out for us. Just thank God. <laughs> thank God that man died. And then he proceeded to sulk in the corner and give no one anything. I was like, after all that, we didn't even get anything from Anduin. <laughs> Like, one person got a ring that was bad for them. Oh. Yeah, I feel like the number of people in our group last night made it so that... Did only one person get tier? Is that what it was? I believe two people. I think Cass and Lynn got tier from Anduin. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, because it, like, it was a big deal where Lynn uh, chose a piece from his vault that was tier, and he was like... And he's acknowledged that he would immediately be replaced with tier from Anduin, likely this week, because he did that. <laughs> The curse worked for his favor. Yeah, the Anduin kill, was it a one-shot Anduin? Extra Umber. No, it was like three to four. We had to we had to put some mustard on this hot dog before we could eat it, but we did it. Yeah, because it was our first time really seeing the third phase as a group, so we needed to see that a few times, I feel like. And also, we we just needed to time our cooldowns better for the Lich King phase so that we could take down mm. all the ads. That's right. Now I remember the hunter because the hunters were doubling up. But my my favorite thing is on the kill, didn't you just double up with Persephone, and you guys double wild spirited like the second one and we killed it? Because like for some reason in the third phase when those like evil dudes are like walling across the room, uh, you, we still like, need to take down all of those those ghoul ads that are hopping around and. Uh, during the first time we saw the, the Lich King phase, Persephone and I would alternate. Like, first set of ads, she would Wild Spirits. Second set of ads, I would Wild Spirits. But then we realized that we were able to take down the first set in the end, where there's the walls that we have to dodge, without using either of them. But the second one was harder, so we just double Wild Spirits the second one, and that was what it was able to get it down for us. You eviscerated it, because the ghouls being up after the ghost goes away is... What kills everybody? They just jump around mm -hmm. beating anyone's ass who they see. Yeah, and on that on that pull, we had a very beautiful Venn diagram of wild spirits where um, the Lich King and most of his ads were right in the center of both. It was very, it was very satisfying to look at. Just beating them up. Lords of Dread is so weird. What a weird fight. I am mad about Lords of Dread because 
despite trying so hard, none of the older people from Nevada that are in there said the phrase sussy. <laughs> I, <laughs> you guys, me, Wooly, I feel like we were throwing around a lot of sussies. And, and people did admit that it was, quote, the Among Us phase. But not one of our octogenarians said the phrase sussy. Listen, we can go back. We can fix this. We can make them say it. Yeah, um... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily like the term either, but, like, I... I it, you definitely at least Which have to say you sus. Just, you just watch out. I'm, I'm going to start slow. I'm going to say sus. Once everyone says sus, I'm going to say sussy. And then <laughs> eventually it'll be like, we need to find the two sussy box. And, and then I'm just going to be like, I just saw Cass Vent. You've been seeming sus lately. It's fine. The other group killed the jailer, which is actually kind of crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> they, they, they killed the jailer while we were fighting Lords of Dread progression. And I was like, don't say it, people. Don't say it. And then I did see Slide Whistle. He did throw him a gratz. And it was mostly just like, you guys can gratz him. Just gratz him after we die or we kill this thing. I don't think we killed it on that one because no. like this, this always happens to us though when yes. we're like deep into a prog, then like the other group finishes the raid and then it distracts us all because like we do we do need to say grats and it also I mean like, it's not surprising at all because like they have all the pumpers and people who like are really serious about the game but that was also only Proudmore's twenty second jailer normal kill <laughs> yeah they're they're killing it honestly and then they went out and they killed two heroic bosses they did a full clear. And to her own bosses. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on over there? Like, they got some big muscles that are knocking down them walls. I don't know. (laughs) Do we think that the raid is too hard? Yeah. People aren't playing it? Or people are just going straight to heroic? I think this is one of the hardest raids in a very long time. I think the the reason why our other group is killing it is because they have, uh, what, like six to eight serious M-plus pumpers that are doing like 16, 17 keys before pre-legendaries. I saw I saw Gronk clear level eight of the Jailer's Gambit today, and I was like, "Yeesh, I was getting my butt kicked at four. Well, Demon Hunter is a two-button class. Anyone can do it as a Demon Hunter. I will just say that it's super easy. So don't give him all the smoke. Some of it is just how easy it is to play his class. I also looked at their kill, and because they made more progress on normal several weeks before us, even. On their Jailer kill, everyone had their two-piece bonus, and a few people had their four-piece bonus as well. So that, with also having double legendaries now, plus the fact that they're all just pumpers, like it, it is the most uneven our our two groups have ever been. I think, which is whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly really proud of our group. I feel yeah. like we're making really mm-hmm. good progress, and I do think that the raid is tuned assuming that people have two legendaries and are working towards their set bonus, and I think that's why they made it a little harder. Oh, yeah, they, that, that's definitely why. Wait, so now, not a single person on the other raid team doesn't have a two-piece? They all have two pieces at least? I believe so, yeah. Damn. That's also like just like super lucky, too, I feel like. I mean, like, I mean, killing Rygalon and killing Lords of Dread and Anduin... That's three tier bosses. So, like, it does make sense. They killed, like, what, two weeks ago, right? Like, as you said, so. 
Yeah, so they and then, and then like they could trade them around too to people who need them. So that, that that's all why I think. Interesting. Hey, listen. All I know is the guild that killed it is Uno Mas, and the guild over my name was Udo Boss. So I'm a champion, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's official. The Pell Garbiter is here. We have Proudmore's first trans orbiter, baby! In the lore, lock it in! Yeah, no yeah, longer, lock it in! No longer speculation, it's confirmed. I guess I my guess question the, is... The, the first one, I guess, would technically be a gender because we, we have official confirmation that it was nothing. It was just a, a sentient computer program. No, even. I was going to say, like, my question was, was the original slash prior arbiter non-binary then, or... It was kind of a nothing. Yeah. I guess it technically would be non-binary because it was not a person. It was a loser is what it was. Speaking of losers, I want to talk about a big interaction that had a lot of heat around it, and then it wasn't much. So the whole thing was it's like, during the creation of the Arbiter, it'll be interrupted by Argus the Unmaker. Argus the Unmaker was brought here because the Jailer used it to knock out the Arbiter. Da, 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 and, like, there was a whole novel that people were mad about. And the actual interaction is once you're in there, some Nathrazim comes out and he goes, You guys would sure hate it if Argus was here. He shows up, you fight him, and then he leaves. Okay. And I was like, I was like, where's the backstory? I was ready for Argus to sit down on the ground and be like, I bet you're wondering how I came here. Well, it all started... Until you reminded me, I forgot that, <laughs> that even happened. But I remember also being mad because the Nathrazim says, Finally, years of planning has come to a culmination. Argus, the Unmaker, will now bring death to the realms. And I'm like, this is this dude's big plan. He's been plotting for a millennia, and I killed it in three seconds. <laughs> like, What? Like, how fucking embarrassing. Like, how many millennia do you think this man was planning this just to be, well, just to have his Argus the Unmaker plan soloed by a holy priest? Steve? Hey, Clea and Fareem got some good uh, right-click auto-smacks in there, too. Do you think he was like, listen, boss, Taylor boss, I got a great plan. I'm going to get Argus, and we're going to take over the death room. And Zabal was like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, go for it. Whatever. Mm, yeah, know. what's going on? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nathrazim infiltrator. That's another thing I was going to ask you, boss. When do I get a name? <laughs> Leave, Nathrazim infiltrator. You're bugging me. <laughs> that was his name. Why? Like, it wasn't even like a Malganis. Like, some dude. Yeah, it was super overhyped, which super overreacted to. Like, people act like the world was falling apart. Because Argus appeared, like he barely even appeared. It's it's it, it just it, it felt like major egg on my face because I was over there really defending it, being like, well, you know what, it is an interesting writing decision, but I can see this, and I was putting together the pieces, and then once the puzzle actually came to me, it was just like a a circle and a circle, square and a square, baby toy. I was like, oh, there's there's no thought for this, huh? Circle in a circle, square in a square baby toy is the perfect way to sum up the writing we've gotten for the story of this expansion. <laughs> Expect nothing, and you will receive nothing. But I will say, while the, the writing might not always be the best, I thought that the cutscene where Pelagos was 
announcing that he was going to become the arbiter and Cleo was like, no, I can't lose you. And they shared like this really emotional hug. I like got a little emotional during this cutscene. I thought that was really well done. I was surprised because when I first saw, or when we first read about this interaction, I was like, whatever, it's Pelagos. Pelagos is so boring. Clay is just as boring as he is. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, you're right. Like, it was, the cinematic looked so well rendered compared to the images that I've seen. And I was at work on my, like, 4 out of 10 settings laptop. I could see blurry textures on Pelagos' chest. And I was like, that's on me. I'm playing on the texture, so the fan is not too loud. And I still was like, this looks fucking good. Like, this looks amazing. Like, the, the lip syncing. Yeah, it's well animated, too. The lip syncing for being an in-engine cutscene, it's not just like, oh, this is a good vague approximation. They actually put the entire, like, syncing into it. I was like, well done, team. Yeah, and I just feel like it was a really well done, like... I, I feel like Clay has always been, like, big sister energy towards him, and I feel like... I don't know, it was portrayed exactly like that, and I I ate, I ate it right up. I was like... Clea has always in, been in my top three of Uchi Big Sister Villagers. <laughs> Does she beat Whitney, though? No. Whitney's number two, and... Oh, God, I'm about to get my ass. Well, who's number one? What about, one. Big, what about Big Frida? God. God, what's her name? Unibrow Squirrel. Hazel, Hazel, she's Uchi. I, lo- I really do. I really do love Hazel. Love she's been on our Hazel. village for forever. I love her. She's my OG. And I feel so bad. I blanked out on her name. Wait, you're you're gonna talk like that about your forever squirrel? Well, cause she it's tough. Cause she lives over next to some real heavy hitters: Butch, Chops, Chief, all huge heavy hitters on the island of Cinnabar, and then also Hazel is over there too. Hazel's Hazel is amazing. I did like her. I I uh, have to apologize for the time when we were island hopping. We saw a squirrel. We said, "Which squirrel?" <laughs> she turned around. and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we said, "Oh!" <laughs> that was my Sith broken laugh. Weed. But I guess just to round it out here, one last big ticket news item this week is. Those fucking heritage weapons, guys. Yeah, the dark iron, the dark iron dwarfs' shields, axes, and maces, hammers, are being added. Which people now, there's tons of these, right? Each allied race has this own their own set of weapons that is like hidden away in some files. We've seen light forge. We've seen dark iron. I think we've seen the the what are the ugly elf people called? Shadow void elves. Nightborn? Night Nightborn, Vo- yeah. No, the Void ones. Those are good. The Void Elves. The Void Elves, The yeah. Void Elves aren't the ugly ones, though. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, there's more weapons out there, but we're getting the first batch in Night 2 5, and it's a little quest line where you're just like, here are some weapons. Go pick them up, blah, blah, blah. It's very similar to like, the Heritage Armor. They're also coming with mounts. Right, now, I'm, I'm saying this as if like every Alaric has been announced. We're only at Dark Iron Dwarf right now. I'm assuming all those will follow. Could be wrong. But you get the flame wolf. (laughs) The description. The flame wolf says wolf with flames. And it's a molten core hound. But it's got like these cool looking uh, dark iron dwarf like armor on it. Like chains and a big metal mohawk. I think it looks cool. I don't. Slide said he doesn't like it that much. But I like it a lot. 
My problem with the mountain is that it's, it sounds like it's cool. It, it's small. It's a small little like it's the mall rat shaped mount. You know what I mean? Uh, so putting armor on like the arms and legs looks a little bit goofy. It isn't. It looks kind of silly because it's such a small thing. The mohawk helmet is ridiculously cool. The chains are super cool. Even the little like metal booties are cool. I don't like the dwarf face shields on it which makes it look cool in some aspects but i don't like it from my own standpoint so i'm just thinking and i'm a very selfish boy for the worgen are we just gonna get a bigger horse is it just an armor horse and if they do that isn't that just the coltiran horse did you see is there anything about like worgen weapons or anything yet or is no it, or- i just i just looked and when i looked up worgen heritage the only thing it links to is the heritage armor. But yeah, that'd be another thing. Like, how do you get distinctly Gilnean aesthetics? Because it's just human. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I'm also, I'm sitting here thinking like, are the Worgen ever going to get anything? Like, when are they going to get them their heritage armor? Like, who's next on the armor block? We, we, we do have them. Oh, that's right. The big golden hats, right? <laughs> yes, the the blue suits and the golden hats. We've had them for two and a half years. I, I completely blanked out on what you guys got. Did, did you did you think I would have been anywhere near the, as civil if they didn't get their heritage stuff for this long? No, you're right. <laughs> Damn, I completely, I completely. Okay, give me a refresher here. Who all has? Heritage armor, Colterans, Worgens, Dark Iron Dwarves. Col- yeah, Colterans, Worgens, Dark Iron Dwarves, Standard Dwarves. Um, Lightforged? Lightforged do. All the newer ones do, right? Yeah, all, all the new so ones. What other, and that's what, for the Alliance. What other ones similar to like Worgen and Dwarf have them that are Alliance? Oh, fuck the Orc Hordes. I don't care the Horde. Gnomes, uh, oh, gnomes. No. Yeah. And then also uh, Mechanomes. So who's, who's human night elves? Drain eye. Regular drain eye. Pandaren. Yeah, I was going to be like, guys, I don't have one yet. Like, come on now. Lightforged have it. You're basically one step from being Lightforged. You're already there. What, like the $5 to change to be one? That's all it takes. <laughs> $5 for a golden light to shoot through you and you're Lightforged. Whatever. But also in this, randomly thrown in these, like, data mine things, I believe, like, slide if you scroll up a little bit, there is randomly a mount that is, like, a Santa's sleigh? I can confirm. Huh. I'll post it in host chat for you, Aaron, along with the, the, the Dark Iron floof woof. There is a mount, a mount model that looks like a Christmas sleigh. I just, huh. I don't think this is going to, I, you know, I think this will be, I think it'll be similar to the rain, how the reindeer mount works, where you don't actually get the reindeer mount. You get some holly that will make your shit look like this for six days. <laughs> and then after that, it's done. Or maybe, do we know, is this the model, the same model that is actually used for the holiday? It does look like maybe it. They, maybe they just found it. And, but this is a new updated thing that happens during Feast of Winter. Well, because but but every but everyone's like, no, we actually get to ride it. Guys, guys, hear me out though. What if they made this like the first ever like eight or ten person mount where like 
people who are you are grouped up with can like ride <laughs> one person can ride like next to you in the carriage but then like the other people just ride on the reindeers no, they are the reindeers. Is what I was thinking. You get ten worgen to run out in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you just get you just get ten worgen running wild. It is the first ten person mount, but only if eight of you are Gilneas's chosen people. And and then with that, people make more Gilneans, make more worgens, and then we get heritage guns. We did it. We solved the case. Big brain plays here, guys. Well, this is the same mount from uh, the Santa that rides around, the Great Father Winter that rides around uh, Ironforge. Yeah, but it's listed as a test mount on PTR, so... That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> Ew. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium moot. I'm gonna go first. And I got a big fat medium moot. Oh boy, medium. medium. My medium moot this week is tier existing at all. <laughs> now, it should be a bottom boot. However, I do know in a couple of weeks, three to four probably is my estimate at this point. I'll have a four piece on my Feral Druid. Currently, as we're speaking, as we're speaking I have one. And I've run every single thing possible. To, I've run LFR. I've, I've, what, three weeks now of LFR? Two weeks of LFR? I don't know what the fuck it is. I am only getting a pair of pants right now. I can't do anything with this new patch. I feel like all of a sudden people who are losers are passing me. There's, there was a guy whose name was literally Loser Dave. And his eye level was 30. And he beat me in a dungeon. Oh, I thought this is a jab at me beating you on some fights. You thought I was calling you loser, Dave? I don't know. I, was gonna, I thought it might have been a bit, and I was going to kind of roll pretty, with it. was pretty heated. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'll change it now. No, it's just, it's weird. Like, literally, overnight, I woke up, and my character's weak. Like, it's so weird. And I've taken all the steps that are in my control to have like a similar output and like now i'm i'm slipping i'm sliding down that meter and I, i'm like i didn't do nothing but exist you're, you're slide whistling down that meter <laughs> but like how do you feel that probably the main reason that this is happening is because some streamer who isn't even a feral main posted like streams that went viral of how overpowered the original four piece was i honestly think i think that is what happened because i saw that video shared in multiple discords the Feral discord blew up with it and they were saying stop guys don't share this if they see it we're done <laughs> don't tell don't wake daddy if you wake daddy we're all gonna get beat and daddy woke up and he killed all the cats okay they're dead just so like my papa <laughs> oh no papa papa he would never do that he loves cats um, but I know once I get my shit to get, once I get my, once I actually get drops, I literally have just, I have not gotten a drop in, not even just tier, just in general. I've not gotten a drop in the plus or raid. I'm on that, that mini mad raid streak. Our tank in raid mini, he's got to have probably the worst luck streak of any human being in existence. This man has complained about his great fault for the past three years. 
has the vault even been available for three years? I don't think so. But he literally, he gets screwed every week. And now I feel like him. I feel like he's past his luck to me. Because he finished his tier set this week. There's his two set. I'm still like, can I get another one, please? Can I get another one? It just reminds me why I hate tier so much. Because on my Paladin, in my first rating experience, I was never able to get the four piece. I was forever at three, and I believe three was bad and wide. You wanted the four. Two was not worth it. And I never got those goddamn hands off of Sokrathar. And it's going to happen again. I mean, I assume it's the same here. That two is better until you get four. Because, like, especially if the piece itself is not, like, better. Then well, you want to, like, replace it with one that is better until you get the fourth you know no yeah but what i'm saying was that the paladin i think the paladin two piece was not good because that some two pieces just aren't good and some four pieces are amazing so like obviously to get a four piece you need two piece but like only having a two piece and never getting a four piece is like the stinky it'll happen uh oh stinky stinky now that i can craft in what two to three weeks i can craft your pieces why isn't that out sooner that should be out today that should be out right now. Yeah, I legitimately do not understand why. it It's April 12th, I think, which is still two resets away. Like, what the fuck? Because I, I, I'm in the same boat. Like, I had no tier on either of my, my two characters. But then I just got a piece each in both of their vaults. And I just chose one now on my Hunter because we finished raiding. But, you know. Fucking Megamind rolled up to a mute's house and said, No tier. Yeah, it's it's like a collaboration between WoW and Johnson & Johnson. They really said no more tears. Don't do vaccine, don't do it. But you need the other ones. Moderna, the other one. J&J is not great? Well, it is. I thought it it worked fine eventually. It was just a meme where if you did J&J back in the day, you know, you were the weak one. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make it very clear that we are not an anti-vax podcast. Please get vaccinated. Yes, yes. Please get vaccinated no matter... How you can, but also, yeah, I did remember people like, oh, you got that J&J? And then, like, you'd scoot a little bit off, like, the train or whatever. The baby oil one? You got that one? Uh, you got, <laughs> your tear ducts dry up. You got no more tears. I love, they're like, yeah, the products they make, their shampoos or their vaccines, right? <laughs> okay, Aaron, what about you? What's your TTBBMM? Well, I hate to say it, uh, I got two quick ones. Uh, number one, medium mood. Mo- uh kind of fucks me up that slide whistle didn't know morgan heritage armor i forgot for like it was a 8.2.5 it was in there that's like three years because ago. well because that's the heritage armor quest where tess gray is like i want to be a wolf and then you as a worgen have to convince her like why it's super stinky and awful god you're right how could i forget that that is actually really fucked up she's like you're right i will not become a wolf yeah, 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 she's like, I understand what it's like to live with such a debilitating curse. And I was like, yeah, debilitating curse. All I can do is slash wave and throw up a fire shield. Everything else uh, returns me to this tainted blood. What a curse. My existence is a debilitating curse to you, Tess. But I have a top toot. Toot That toot is that I am done with the storyline. As of now, I am done with Poke-a-Poke. My little man is fully upgraded, and I look at him, and I'm like, I still don't know what you do, but you unlock a chest every so often, so that's cool. So now it is all about 
getting Pokepoke dollars for bad boxes, and getting enlightened points. I feel like we've finally reached that point where I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can see the in light 10 rep almost done. Yeah, at the end of Farim's tunnel. He's like, <laughs> you can fly most of the way, but not, not at the very end. And then you can start farming mine for me. Thank you. Okay, another quick sidetrack here. Why the fuck is Farim's cave not a rested zone, but literally the rune carver's chambers in Torgas, the jailer's main headquarters, is rested? Yeah, which is broken down. You're you're in an an enemy like dump site, and it's just like, oh no, it's cool. But you're in Farim's nice cozy cave where he's like, it has a bubble. No one can come in here. It is the safest you can be. And it's just like, I don't trust this guy. But anyways, immune. What you got? What I got? I also have a medium moot. I mean, okay. Medium moot. The yeah. So overall, the medium moot is that. So like the good part of it is that double legendaries are here. The bad part of it is that they're very expensive if you want to do them right. And not only are they very expensive if you want to do them right, like, technically, I feel like both of my characters would want to put Unity on their headpiece, which is a tier slot, because, like, something about, like, stat balances. But, like, I'm not going to do that, because... You know, I know that, like, in order to get my four-piece, I'm going to have to use that headpiece to complete it. Because one of the other fuckers is not going to drop for me. I just know it. I just really don't... I'm not, I'm not really vibing with it right now, like, the whole tier process. Because the tier combination with legended, double legendaries process, I'm not vibing with it. It's expensive. I've had real shitty luck on both my characters so far, as I said before. It's caused me to farm to try to get back over a million gold because I'm a pauper now. Poor boy, poor boy. Poor boy. Yeah, so, uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure prices will go down. Tier will appear. April 12th, I'll be able to craft some of my own tier once I have... Because I already have fucking buttloads of cosmic fucks, so, like, whatever. I'll do that. I really feel like putting the legendary base pieces into the hands of the players and making the creation catalyst open week eight together it's just not a good move i think that the creation catalyst should have been available week six once you can get the legendaries just so you can get going you can get moving and grooving baby shuffling and huffling also part of this medium move is that at least for my priest like getting unity doesn't really matter that much i mean i wasn't gonna use any of those before so it's just like okay cool mind games makes me have a little more critical strike now wait how much is it the gain you get i literally do not even know like it, it doesn't matter <laughs> mine doesn't even really give extra stats it's just like which granted i do this a lot but it's like every time you hit fire blast mirrors is two seconds shorter and it's like, okay, that's fair enough. Although Mirrors is never really doing damage. It's mostly like a PvP thing. What does Mirrors exactly do again? When they do an ability that's a distance attack, a portion of it is reflected back at them. That happens three times, and on the third time, they are rooted. 
but that doesn't work on elites or bosses. So it's okay. So you and I are basically in the same boat then because mind games yeah. reverses some of their damage and whatever, but it's like with how much damage is going out, it's not much, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's silly little things that I feel like would really fuck with like a, a human player, but the, the NPCs are going to barrel through it and it's hardly going to affect them. Bleh. You know, who's not bleh? The patrons of the Do Not Relent Patreon. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tajirla, fourth host of the podcast, Jamonkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas since she won't even pick up the phone. NSYNC slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Adorno, Jetedorio, Gershom, who says she knows flesh light and you're flesh late. Woo! Hoax, asking Growlina to say, for the horde. And Will, a.k.a. Tyre, Trade Chat's fallen father. Oh, hoax, you got him good with that one, bud. <laughs> yep. If you didn't pay me actual monies into a bank account, I wouldn't be doing yeah, you'd it. You'd never hear him say that. I feel like, uh, well, at least Growlina can take the fall for this. Growlina's a sellout. Yeah, what a, what a dark. <laughs> I'll, I'll do anything to advance my career. <laughs> with that we're out of here if you have any comments questions complaints send us an email at do not relent pod at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at do not relent pod you can join our discord at do not relent.com we got fun memes we got fun farts you can meet growlina face to face on video camera right aaron <laughs> uh please give me 120 dollars for a mask good enough to do that <laughs> Unless unless it's just like I buy one werewolf hand, <laughs> but I, I push the camera to the side, so I'm like, hey, what's going on? You can't see me? I must be off camera. That would be so fucking funny, though. Uh, what about you guys? Are going to find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Read our literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And come see me on my Twitch at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. And if you want to join our lovely patrons, you can join our Patreon at Patreon... What's official link? Fuck. <laughs> uh, I believe it is Patreon.com slash DoNotRelent. That one. Yes, do it. Yeah, we after this, we're going to record a bonus episode submitted by listeners. They have topics they submit. We have a wheel we spin. We literally have no idea what we're going to talk about after this. We'll figure it out in like two minutes. Uh, oh, and we're out of here. Bye. Bye. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>